Hello, this is Anna Poirier from Yoga Body Nutrition, and I'm here with a special guest today, Trisha, who I'm going to be supporting in gaining some deeper insights, awarenesses, and tangible tools around her life path and her higher calling, and we're going to use her astrological birth chart. So welcome, Trisha. Super nice to have you here. Thank you, Anna. Well, it's nice to be here. Good. Yes. Um, would you mind, Trisha, just uh, sharing a little bit about like who you are and what you do um, before we get going? Um, I am uh, Trisha, <laughs> and I have uh, many hats. I was a mother. I still am a mother. Now I'm a grandmother. I worked in um, the restaurant business for 35 years, and then I switched to um, bookkeeping and administrative. But now I also, on the side, am, uh, I practice yoga, I teach a little yoga, and I also um, love to um, delve into all things mystical, like astrology and chakras and oracles and um, all that good stuff. Awesome. I live in Monterey. Yeah. And, yeah. No, that gives us a good, a good little picture. And I actually even, you know, we know each other, but I, I, I always love hearing from a person's own words, like how they, how they would say that, you know, just, just yeah. give a little description. I think it's helpful for, um, personalizing and all of that. And would, do you have any specific questions or things that you're looking to clarify through the session? Yeah, I, I just love the name Life Path. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I know, like, I've done a little bit of my own um, uh, astrology study, and very, um, the more I study, I feel like the more it's, like, really an in-depth art, and um, I can, I can generally i generally know what everything means but i really would like to hear from somebody else about me what yeah. my says about what's a good life path for me yeah or what is what are my strengths and how to work around some of the um, more difficult parts for sure for sure and that you know the the cool thing is and i think especially with the life path astrology is there's also I mean, I would think that with any astrology too, there is an aspect of this, but I know this was a little bit more stressed in what I learned uh, that it's also about the person, me, the reader and my intuition, um, you know, coming into that. So, um, so in that way, yeah, it can be kind of cool. Uh, all right, so we are going to dive into the reading. And what I, you know, what I'm, I'm actually going to share this because when I was looking at your chart, um, you, my dear, have a fair amount of Virgo going on. <laughs> mm -hmm. You probably know that. Um, mm -hmm. You have what's called a stellium, and and that, yeah, mm. that just means you have three or more planets in the sign of Virgo, and and you have a couple, you know, Sun and Mercury, which are a little more, like a little more prominent planets or especially your Sun, you know, especially your Sun um, being a little bit more prominent. But anyway, that, that, so 
you know, what that means is not only as we get into like your sun sign and talking about that, but, um, but that Virgo is like a little more of a stronger energy for you. And, um, and you all, you have Pluto, one of the other planets is Pluto in there. So there's, there's also a little bit of like, you know, Pluto, Pluto is about transformation. So there's a little bit of like shadowy work around Virgo for you. Um, but that it's, it is a strong energy to just kind of keep that in mind in the bigger picture. And I'm going to try to weave that into what we go through as well. So, um, you know, just a little, and, and I'm, because I'm going to go into your sun sign next anyway, um, you know, a bit about, a bit about what Virgo represents, which you probably know already, but I'll just share a few and maybe there's some things here that, you know, you haven't, you haven't connected to, but, um, Virgos are definitely like all about selfless service, you know, helping others. Um, they actually kind of need to feel helpful and useful in, in some kind of a way. Um, and there, and there's, there's Virgo's the healer too. So you have this, um, you've got this healer component to, to you and who you are. Uh, they're very intelligent. Um, they are like the executive producer. So, um, rather than being the star or like the leader in the front, like they can still kind of have this quality of leadership, but they, they're more like behind the scenes producing the event. Like that's what, where they really shine. They don't necessarily want to step forward and take the limelight for it. Um, and they're a little risk adverse. They're not necessarily like the risk takers. Um, they love a bigger cause, super hardworking, uh, sometimes to the detriment of their own health. Um, there's a, definitely a perfectionism with Virgo, good planners, organized, can also be kind of critical. Uh, I, and I see this too as not just being critical of others, but self-critical. Um, and I think some of the learning, I'm just going to throw that into the mix because of that Pluto influence is that there can be a, a need, um, kind of like need to listen more to and trust your inner voice like for a for a virgo that can show up so that may be part of that like plutonian influence of like okay when you're not doing that you know are you really so is that so pluto has is influencing me not to look into my listen to my inner voice so what i would how I would see Pluto, okay, so Pluto being in Virgo along with some of these other, like I think that be, being that Pluto is, is about the shadow work, is about, you know, diving deep, digging, uh-huh. digging through, and that transformation that happens when you do dig through your shadows, when you are willing to go there. Uh-huh. So some of the more shadowy aspects would be, some of would be that Virgo maybe won't always listen to and trust their inner voice. And so it's like doing more of that could, could be useful. And, and also that perfection, you know, it's like kind of like not getting too perfectionistic, not getting too critical, especially towards yourself, the overworking Pete, you know, like those are all going to be some of those shadowy aspects 
Um, mm -hmm. Again, like going into potential health challenges because mm -hmm. Virgo has that healing capability, but then it's also about your own health too. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, that's, you know, those are, and, and, and your son is in Virgo. So that's going to be how you may relate to yourself and really resonate with like these Virgoian qualities, but not necessarily how other people see you right away. And so I don't know if you feel, if you're like, oh yeah, I connect to being Virgo. <laughs> I do. I have all the qualities. And I, it's so interesting that you said that, that I need to listen, trust my inner voice more. Um, you know, that is something that I'm working on. Mm. You know, I struggle with, like, I don't, sometimes I don't even know if I have an inner voice, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's all, you're all right on. <laughs> Well, and, and I so, do, I am self-critical, really, you know, mm -hmm. I'll do something like what you're doing, like I've been thinking about doing online classes and you're doing them and some other people I love are doing them too. And, and they're just, you know, kind of uh, in a way going for it. And I'm not going to do it until I have everything set up perfectly. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to take hours and hours and hours and years and months to get it all done right. And then I'll probably never end up doing it. That's very Virgo, <laughs> you know, but, but like, that's where, uh, you know, some of, okay. Yeah. And we're going to, we're, as we go through your, your chart, you're, you being able to embrace some of the challenges, you know, and part of that is going to be stepping, stepping more into that and releasing some of that perfectionistic yeah. grip and all of that, 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 you know, that's, essentially um the challenge of your destiny you know bringing you closer to your destiny so mm -hmm. um anyway let's yeah it's so that again the sun the sun is also and because you also have you know a, a good dose of virgo in general um rather than like how other people may see you right away they may recognize some virgo in you just because of the four planets um but uh, it's kind of when we look at your sun sign, it's, it's what gets sprinkled throughout what you do. So it's like, it's there. It's like a magic fairy dust that you sprinkle on everything um, or the thread that gets woven through, but it's not always like what you lead from. And it's interesting because your, um, your rising sign is in Leo. And you actually have a good dose of Leo too. I wouldn't call it a stellium, but that Leo shows up in some, in, in some places, especially in this kind of initial reading that we're doing. Um, mm -hmm. And there's some similar, you know, like Leo actually feeds into Virgo, meaning it's before it, which means that Virgo learns things from Leo. That's like the progression of the astrology. So there, there is this connection but Leo has some qualities to them that are, I, I feel is kind of challenging you. But before I go there, um, your, as far as your rising sign, 
this is how this is how other people see you more like this is more about how other people see you it's what it's actually what we consider your life path and your soul mission is your rising sign mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. like the problem you're here to solve right it's like the um yeah it may be what people come to you for and and when we look at some of the qualities of leo that's um that's like shining light leo is ruled by the sun there's a warmth um there is an intelligence just like virgo again there's some of those qualities that they're ambitious they're creative um and they're playful so there's definitely a little more like playfulness and warmth to leo i would say than virgo um they're a fire sign so just you know there you go fire versus an earth sign is going to be sure. different um leo also is they're they're a bit materialistic um and they love to adore but they love to be adored in return you know it's mm -hmm. like they want to feel appreciated um and they're highly organized so there you know there you go there's like the where we see that they're they also can be perfectionistic um, they're generous, they're independent, you know, social, and they have this kind of like magnetic quality. Again, um, there, there's that quality of, um, warmth and they tend to be good, like advice givers and, um, and kind of, you know, there's a charisma. That's a good word for like a charisma. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that, you know, if you feel like people may see you like that or even seek you out for some of these qualities. Again, there's some overlap with Virgo. So, yeah, I, yeah, I relate to that too. I think a few years ago when I found out my rising sign, when I, you know, found out what a rising sign was. It just mm -hmm. like a lot of things made sense. Mm -hmm. And I think that I come off more as a Leo. I think a lot because of the way I look, mm -hmm. my big hair and just, I was always into dance and performance. And then, yeah. and then as an adult, as a mother, as a caregiver, my Virgo traits came out and kind of, but, um, I think once people get to know me and they, they, they really, um, you know, appreciate like how hard I work and how dedicated and loyal I can be. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, they're both, I can fill them both. Yeah. And, and again, like, you know, the Virgo is pretty strong, so it, it makes sense. And I feel like there's this relationship, there's a difference, but there's again, that learning progression of what Virgo took from Leo and then progressed into her own thing. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, and you have, so here's where Leo shows up again for you is in your moon and mm -hmm. your moon is about your emotions. And it's mm -hmm. also like when you're following uh, kind of your soul's calling and you're, you're looking to live uh, work, be, you know, on your path. Um, it's really about your emotional motivation and what, what makes you tick and, uh, that we want to pay attention to the emotional needs 
if you're following your soul's calling, because otherwise, how are you going to stay connected to this? And um, it's important. It's really important. So this is kind of like about your self-care or your emotional care. So like I said, it's Leo. Um, you've got the moon in Leo. And, it, you know, Leo, being that there's a, a fire sign to it, it may be that when the emotions are triggered, you know, whatever, uh, you, you, may feel, you may feel like you're underappreciated um, and maybe a little bit, I don't know if egotistical would be the right word, but, but a little bit like, um, I think unappreciated is a really big one for, um, for Leo, like, okay, why, you know, uh, give me some love, give me a little something. Also, I feel, you know, I get triggered by feeling when I'm, and I will feel, tend to feel unseen. <laughs> yeah, great. So there you go. And Leo is like, he's the star. He's up there on the stage. Like, yes, not seen. Um, and it may even be like that, like lion with his, tail between his legs we're just like mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. licking his paws his wounds like mm. my ego's been wounded um well when I was a kid I liked I had I I worked hard to get attention and there were yeah. nine kids in my family and so oh it was gosh. I really had to work at it but I did <laughs> <laughs> that's great mm -hmm. so you know in looking at this, like, how do you, how do you kind of like care for this? And it's kind of like, how do you care for this aspect, this moon and Leo on a regular basis? Like, so it kind of has to be like, as you're uh, living your purpose and doing the work that you're here to do during the service that you're here to do, that this needs to be cared for, which means you have, you have to make sure that you feel appreciated somehow. That may actually be that you have to ask for appreciation. That may be from your family, um, that just like they need to know this is important to you. It may also be from you know the students, the people that you're here to serve, that you kind of ask for feedback somehow or you know even I think of like the whole idea of like getting a testimonial is is a good thing you know collect some testimonials from people and even if they don't get put up anywhere just collect them for yourself <laughs> I, get, I get it from my family pretty good that's good so good yeah, but yeah if that's being fed that's like it's just going to be an important thing. And I think too, just making sure that you're, you're self-expressing, you know, that's another thing of, of, of Leo is like that self-expression, um, and play, you know, infusing play, infusing creativity, that these are all going to help nurture, uh, you know, if, and when Leo's like getting to be the, mm, pouty. <laughs> nobody loves me kind of thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> that happens. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's a place of awareness is how I look, how I look at the moon and, and awareness 
especially, you know, as you become more self-expressed, as you put yourself uh, more in alignment with your path. Um, and we'll go into Mercury. Mercury on like the three-dimensional level has to do with like how you communicate. Um, but on more of the five-dimensional, the 5D level, it is actually how you manifest. And um, if you look at the symbol for Mercury, it is Venus, so like the divine feminine, Venus mm -hmm. sign with a little like hat, like little antenna sticking out of it. So it's like connect like this divine feminine, like connecting, like communicating with the divine, like, hey, okay, you know, this is, so it's it, that you have um, Mercury in Virgo, once again, Virgo showing up. And mm -hmm. um, the chat, this can be a little bit challenging because Virgo wants to keep working. They think it has to be hard work. Like for a real Virgo archetype, it's not like, oh, I can just ask for what I want and communicate with the divine and then I'm going to get what I need. No, no, no. They're like, I got to work. I got to work hard. I have to, you know, yeah. do it, do it, keep going, going, going. Um, so there's, it's kind of this ability to release maybe being overly cerebral thinking that it has to be or believing that it has to be really hard work um and like doing more than you actually need to do and so if there's a bit of learning to do less lean back receive more mm. um you know so like Knowing that and, and almost like setting up little mini wins for yourself could be helpful because we're acknowledging mm -hmm. the mini wins of like, okay, it's not about like, you just keep working hard, but like, what are the little signs, the little signs along your path that you can start to acknowledge and consider to be these mini wins. So maybe there isn't that tendency to, to go more cerebral and to go more like, it's gotta be hard. I got to keep going <laughs> until I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So does that make sense? I, yeah. I used to be that way more than I am now. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I mean, just, that's part of my upbringing and marriage and all that, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, unless you worked yourself to the bone, you, you know, you weren't doing enough or you had to sacrifice to have everything, you know, it has, right. everything has to be such a struggle, such a sacrifice. Right. And that's so, so like, that's so Virgo sacrifice. Like it's got to, I just have to give it up. So for you, you, you know, really took that to heart. So, and then how do I turn that around with, as far as the mercury? I mean, or, I guess I am. Um, I mean, I get that all those Virgo aspects, I guess I'm not getting exactly how the Mercury ties into it or works mm -hmm. in that. Well, it's really like, I think, so there's, there's sort of, like I said, that you literally may want to set up a little system for yourself to acknowledge many wins along the way. Okay. So that you can receive, kind of lean back and receive. I mean, I talk about this with, 
when I'm teaching yin, right? Mm-hmm. From the perspective of like yang energy is more about it's the doing, it's the improving. So you're on the path to improvement, right? And you're going and you're going, but you can't stay in improvement all the time if you don't just sit back and take a moment to be and receive and be in the energy of acceptance, which is receiving. You're literally able to receive whatever you've created thus far or wherever you've gotten to. If you're just always an improvement, it, there's never that, that lean back. Does that make sense? Yes, very much. So thanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's kind of just establishing that for yourself. I mean, I don't know, maybe you have like a little journal that you that you keep track of that. And you know, just some way to um remind remind yourself and keep yourself in there. Uh you know, and going back to what you shared about your classes and having it to, you know, it's gotta be all perfect and you know, whatever, like I'll never get there. Well, that may be where maybe a mini win is like you set up an online class and you just like invite, I don't know, some people, you don't feel too scared. It's like your friends or whatever. And you just go, okay, I'm going to do this class. I would love to, you know, what do you think? And it's just a trial run, whatever. (laughs) But that could be a type of mini win. Yeah, to then propel you forward and get you to where you actually want to go faster. That's a great idea. The, oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I told you what I was doing. <laughs> like, I gotta get a domain name. I gotta get a website. Oh, <laughs> totally, totally. Yep, and you really. <laughs> you in this and I know I don't yeah right 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 no I I don't have any Virgo so you can come talk to me <laughs> I mean I still want to do things well but <laughs> and you do it always turns out so wonderful oh, thank you but you I put a lot of you've put a lot into what you're doing too so it's not just because you're fumbling through you really do your due diligence <laughs> right right no I I do thank you for that thank you for acknowledging that but I laugh because I don't have any earth I like no earth um, <laughs> um yeah so that you know that could be a really good way to just yeah do do like set set little things up like that for yourself and then yeah it'll get you it ultimately will manifest what you're looking for a little more quickly. Um, But uh, let's go into Saturn. Saturn is the disciplinarian and he's kind of like the father. He's like the disciplinarian father who's like interested in the plan. He's interested in um, that you're putting in the effort towards the, you know, bigger plan or what have you. And that once he sees that he will reward, he will reward monetarily. Um, he'll reward with opportunities, all of that. But, but he can be, some people kind of consider Saturn to be 
negative because he's going to prod you. He's, he's going to prod you to get, get it done. And you have, um, Saturn is in Aquarius. So, you know, this is about Saturn and Aquarius having a conversation and, and going, okay, well, Aquarius is innovative. Aquarius is a human humanitarian. Um, they have, uh, they're kind of like the visionary. They've got some big ideas that are different. There's a rebelliousness to, to Aquarius. Um, they are an air sign. So there can be a tendency to kind of get, you know, like, oh my God, I have this vision for this, blah, 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 but then not like carry it fully through. So when we're talking about in relation to Saturn, um, Saturn may say like, great, you've got these skills. And Aquarius also deals with, and like they're good investors. Um, and they're socially, they're good like at social connections. They're very um, adept at that. So, it, you know, I see this as like, it may be kind of using the, that investment skill and like, how are you investing in yourself, your business, your bigger cause? I mean, that's really big mm -hmm. for Virgo is like, having a bigger cause is, is a big deal. And I, and I also feel like Aquarius too. So I think that's where, you know, what's the bigger, what is the bigger cause? What is that humanitarian service mm -hmm. that you want mm -hmm. to bring forth? And really, mm -hmm. and, and then like, and then from there take, you know, taking those steps and maybe completing the the projects with that idea of like what are the mini wins i don't have to have it be like absolutely perfect um and it may even be that you pull in like collaborate like saturn may say okay well you know pull in some collaborators or some kind of support like that virgo quality of um of being the producer of pulling people together mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and I, and I, I feel like Aquarius has that too. So these are kind of these skills that Saturn might go great. This could help the plan come into fruition and assist you in continuing to take the steps. Um, and I think there's a certain level of too, because Aquarius is the kind of the rebel and they, they, they march to the beat of their own drummer. It's like proudly bring that forth, <laughs> right? Like don't make apologies for it. Um, and you can really use that Virgo perseverance to carry through on some of the, the grander ideas that Aquarius likes to bring into the picture. Hmm. I was going to say, get out of my head. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what you're saying is, Pretty right on. Mm, and, uh, I'll get out of my head in that way. <laughs> so funny. I um, I do have big ideas. Yeah. And and they are, you know, I am a humanitarian, and 
I get these big far-fetched ideas about things and wish I could find a way to manifest them, you know, and, uh, but I am, I forget what you said a little while ago, but I, you know, I just, um, I guess I, I have a lot of fear and, and don't think I'm good enough and, mm-hmm. you know, but I, 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 I just, I guess I don't understand a lot about Aquarius and Saturn. So this is so interesting what you just said. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, and it, it, for sure. And it's something, and I I pulled in, you know, Virgo into the mix. Like I I don't always do that, but especially because you have Saturn in Aquarius in the sixth house and the sixth house is ruled by Virgo. Uh-huh. So I think there is this blending, which works well. Like, you know, as far as what I said, it's like, there's some similarities as far as humanitarianism kind of pulling, you know, having it. And, and it may be that um, there is inside of that bigger cause and all of that, like, I'd say bigger cause is going to be a, a big one for you to, cultivate inside of what you do whether it's like okay you're donating to the or like or or supporting Mm -hmm. something through the lens of what you're doing and what you're offering Mm -hmm. um that that could be a really key piece and satisfy these aspects quite a bit um does that make sense Mm -hmm. cool very cool. Yeah. Okay. And you actually have, I'm going to go into your South node and your North node where Aquarius Ooh. shows up again, which is kind of interesting. Um, okay. So your North node, we consider to be like your challenge. It's your destiny. It's your true Nord. It's a true Nord, true North, <laughs> like blending nor- node and North. Um, and that is usually, it's like a, ch- it, so it's leading you to your destiny, but it's a challenge for you to step up to, okay? It's a, uh, something for you to embrace and work through. You have that in Leo. So that's, again, we have Leo show up, which mm-hmm. means that your south node is opposite that, which is Aquarius. So Aquarius and Leo are opposites um, in the astrological wheel. And um, your south node relates to your natural gifts, your natural abilities, so it's kind of interesting because, like I said, like Aquarius, okay, so Aquarius is the rebel. They're the innovator. They're the humanitarian. They're generous. Similar to Leo, also generous. Um, they're about cultivating like social connections and, and being a pioneer. Um, they, they're really, they can be powerful change makers, but there's a tendency to maybe get lost in the crowd, like the comfort zone. Um, and I think too, like Virgo too, like doesn't kind of wants to stay behind the scenes. Right. Um, and, and so those are some of the gifts of Aquarius. And I don't know, like when we look at your natural gifts, this is, this is, or your South node, it's like, it maybe just kind of like organically, it happens for you or how you tend to operate or even like people 
may um, see a bit of this where they're like, oh, you know, she's very generous. Oh, she's got a little bit of like, she's got some rebellious ideas, little, you know, innovative um, things like that. But like I said, cultivating social connections, that may be something that you've, um, you kind of naturally fall into. Um, does that, does any of that feel like, oh yeah, I kind of, kind of do that <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> i think i am not so good at the social connections mm -hmm. as as that does that make sense with my chart um well yeah <clears throat> i mean it does in the sense um, because it's not all, you know what I mean? It's not all going to resonate. Like there's certain things about Aquarius uh, too, like Aquarius, again, Aquarius has, has those bigger ideas. They're, they're interested in social change and like mm -hmm. maybe have some different types of ideas around that. Um, so it's not necessarily that you would have to be good at cultivating social connections, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? To, to fall into this, but it can be something, um, that's there, but we, you know, when I'm looking at this, like, so these are according to your birth chart, these are some of just organically, you have some of these qualities, um, that are that may come naturally to you and then how does that how do you use those while also taking on the challenge of your north node in leo so we'll we'll kind of look at that a little bit um and you know and this 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 is going to be about releasing uh the need to be a people pleaser um, and mm -hmm. definitely like hiding in the group. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I would say releasing emotional detachment. I don't know if that's something that that's really shows up for you, but, um, it, sometimes that can be a place that Aquarius goes overthinking. I mean, that's going to be Virgo and Aquarius releasing the need to overthink, um, and not showing feelings again, that's kind of Virgo too. So there's, um, there's that aspect and you're working like the challenge of the North node in Leo is about embracing more of the material and luxury and, and shining your light, which you said like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, I was, you know, performing, uh, be, you know, being a little more in the spotlight and, and mm -hmm. expressing like authentic, authentically expressing your unique self. And I think that uniqueness really fall like Aquarius is different. Aquarius is not like status quo. Um, it, so it, it's, yeah, it, like I said, it's kind of like rebel. It's got that rebellious energy. So it's really stepping into like, okay, self-expression, which is Leo. Um, but like authentic from that Aquarian, okay, things I'm not, I'm not like everybody else. Um, 
and <laughs> <laughs> and exactly kind of, yeah and 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 embracing that more um you know as yeah. as an adult now being unapologetic you know yeah. enthusiastic self-expression is like just like yeah. you know, like hey um and two leading by example um leading by example and following your heart you know like we've already talked about getting too much maybe getting too in, over intellectualizing but like following your heart more um tuning into your heart's desires which again is sort of uh, almost falls into that too like that virgoian like listening to your inner voice and trusting your inner voice and a lot of that revolves around your your uh true desires right right um so you know this and and as someone who's gonna be teaching and you know doing these things it's sort of stepping into that leadership too that's um a, a leader who is a little different um you know not just like everybody else um meeting people with a little with your own unique flavor and not being you know not apologizing for that yeah doing yeah. it with warmth doing it all of that um yeah so that's yeah. a little bit about your you know your north node and your challenge there <laughs> okay um i see this too well the interesting thing too is like being on the stage and i think about the whole idea of like doing online yoga right what are you you're like you're on the stage there you are i mean you're you're <laughs> doing that already when you teach i i feel anyway mm -hmm. But I think mm -hmm. there's another level of that when you're online. You feel a little more like I'm on camera. <laughs> Here I am. Gotta get it just right. Yeah, I gotta get it just right because I'm on camera. Yeah. Um, perfect setup, perfect lighting, perfect this. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It doesn't need to be, you know? No, not at all. No, no, no. Because I'm that, taking classes from others and I, I don't need that. I just need to hear your voice and yeah, we'll see a little bit here and there and then I'm happy. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of reminding yourself about that. And then, then being, you know, that um, person who can lead by example as well for others. Um, so let's talk about your 12th house, which you have Okay, so your 12th house is ruled by Leo. So here we have Leo again. I want you to know that I'm looking at my chart while you're talking. Oh, you are? Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah that's a great way to kind of like discover as we're talking. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's mostly like when I looked at it, it is, it's, it, I would say it's ruled by Leo. There is like a little chunk of, of cancer in there. But, mm -hmm. I do, I call it mostly Leo and that's kind of where, if there's more of an equal balance, then I might do a hybrid, but, um, but your 12th house relates to, uh, for you, this is like your karmic debts. This is your subconscious. This is your limiting beliefs. This is like, you know, the end of the cycle as you move into the new cycle. So there's, uh, I would say even like shadow work is, is here too. Yeah. Um, and um it's also how we look at it here in this system it's your uh your 
students, your ideal student or your ideal customer or your um, client or whatever, this is their archetype. This is the archetype. They are this archetype. So it's, it's like this relationship where as you're working through your own karmic debts, you are also helping them work through theirs as being the person who's like a few steps ahead of, you know, they're, if you think about them in the archetypal sense of being like maybe you, but a few years back, like, where were you yes. then? Oh, that's where yep. they are. Um, Get out of my head again. <laughs> and, you know, what's kind of cool is sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's totally who's already, but well, see, they already see you as Leo too, because of your rising. So a lot of time, you know, when I see this happen, there's, uh, I think there's even more of like, oh my God, they see this, but they see, they like literally see you. Oh my God, she's, she's this, she's that, she's a leader. She's intelligent. She's ambitious. She's creative, whatever. Like they, they're, you know, there's a part of them in that, but they're also like, oh yeah, well, I, I, I kind of want that. Hmm. Um, and again, it's the archetype. They're not all Leos, <laughs> but they're, but the archetype of, um, I think one of the big things here, and so they may be, they may be leaders in some way. They, they, um, they may be, um, you know, have that kind of charisma. They may have that need to be adored and appreciate, you know, like that's a, that's a part of them. They may, they may be creatives. Um, and, but like, we'll look at some of the shadow parts of Leo, both in insofar as like, what are you working through? And then what are they working through as well? What are you supporting them in, in working through? Um, mm -hmm. And I think Leo can be like warm and expressive and adoring and all of that, but sometimes they can wear a mask because they like to be adored. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to really show the, the true self-expression. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of like creating that safety, like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, to, to, um, and, and so I think there, there can definitely be, and you mentioned this already, like self-confidence stuff, self-worth, feeling comfortable in your own skin to shine your light. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's where the 12th house, because I, I kind of put that especially in there because the 12th house is ruled by Pisces and Pisces can have that like uh, feeling comfortable, you know, like some of the shadow is like not feeling comfortable in your own skin. And, um, you know, the elevated Leo, they're confident, they're, you know, here I am, but it may be that these archetypes and also for you is that working through that self-confidence and that self-worth um, and not getting too caught in perfectionism once again, <laughs> because they can, they can have that, you know, they can have that quality and maybe it's too like tapping more into the creative side, uh, yes. both for yourself, allowing that, to assist you in what you're here to create and then they may need a little little nurturing around that um taking that mask off learning to self-express authentically um and 
And I, you know, because there's a little bit of that cancer aspect, like, you know, enough to where I can just like put a little droplet. It's like maybe learning to self-express authentically and the confidence to shine inside of community because cancer or family, you know, like that family, that community cancer is all about bringing, you know, cultivating that nurturing environment. Mm -hmm. Um, so they may have a, they may have an aspect of nurturance and maybe, um, over doing that and not feeling appreciated for that. Um, how does all that kind of sounds really good. I, mean, <laughs> I have a lot to think about. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> no, it really, it really, it's, it, I know. And it's sort of like you sit back and you can digest it and, um, you know, but I think from the 12th house perspective, it is like, as you work through, again, your own path around this, you are simultaneously helping them. And then from like, literally from like a marketing standpoint, you know, yeah, when you're doing that, is like, it the 12th house or is it the, the 12th house is um, associated with the clients, the, the student? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that, and that's from the life, again, the life path perspective. Um, yeah. That when we, when we look at it, that yes, it's so whatever sign is like dominating it. Um, yeah. It's interesting. You still, you yeah. do have some Virgo, like you have a piece of Virgo, you have a piece of cancer on either end, but mostly it's Leo. Yeah. You know, um, well, I, I mean, tell me if this makes sense. It, it feels like, this feels like what you're talking about with me. When I'm like doing all this work on myself and, and you know, self-care, self-improvement and learning, I'm always thinking ahead to how I'm going to teach this to other people. Mm -hmm. Totally 100% because, you know, again, you, you know, your soul mission even is that is your Leo, your rising. So, you know, re, there's a depth of understanding here um, that brings it to another level, I think, because you have your rising sign in that same, you know, in that same placement with your uh, 12th house. It can happen. It can definitely happen. I like, I see it happen probably like 50% of the time that, that, that there's that sim symbiosis, which is, why part of why uh it's seen the 12th house is seen as your um you know ideal karmic client or whatever your student um, mm -hmm. allows what's really cool is it just allows you to speak a certain language you know whether it's what you're presenting on your website and maybe speaking to some of those pain points those shadow pain points um yeah you know in your marketing um, and using, you know, using some of your natural gifts, but letting them be channeled through that North node challenge and sprinkling, uh, that Virgo, I mean, that Virgo is going to be present. So the heal, you know, the healer being of service, um, be, be ha having a certain structure and organized quality to all of it. 
Um, and I think because Virgos are so interested in the truth, a Virgo will never lie. Like they're going to feel safe because they're like, she is what she says she is. You know, there's a certain level of purity and authenticity to that Virgo energy, which can cultivate a level of safety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, but that, um, I, you know, and so I'll just mention this too, you know, cause Virgo is also really great at speaking and writing, um, that, those are some of their strengths. So you may, you know, util, utilize that. How, how can you shine more of that Leo light and enthusiasm and, you know, uh, leading by example? Maybe it is that you start doing some regular writing of some kind uh, or doing little video, you know, doing little video, which would essentially be part of that teaching. But um, could just be something to infuse into that. No, I think about writing all the time. Actually, I have written a lot in my life, you know. And um, not, I, I should do a lot more, but um, that is that is a strength of mine. Yeah. Or it has been. Yeah. So. And it and it may be like I know you know because I know you like you've been through a lot and you've done a lot of healing and like that your story mm -hmm. could very well be and that was actually what came to me like even as I was doing preparing your your for your reading and all of that is like I just kept like I just kept getting this hit of like sharing your story sharing yeah. your story because that is going to ultimately serve and heal others mm-hmm totally so yeah do you have any questions or um no I don't I I'm going to listen again and mm -hmm. just looking and seeing if I have so if you were able to uh, I guess tie it all in. <laughs> they um, maybe some ideas or direction, um, which you already gave me a lot. So I think that when I listen to it again, I'll go, "Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? right, 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 right." Yeah, no, I, I do. Um, so, okay, let me, I'll actually ask you this and then this might lead us into uh, just, you know, uh, maybe some bullets or something like that. But, um, do you feel like, like, do you, if you, if you just kind of think or even feel, listen, whatever, uh, to what pops up is, do you feel like you had some ahas or certain moments of clarity through the reading that stick out? Yes, definitely. Okay. So what was um, <clears throat> all the stuff we talked about, um, with the 12th house and then some of the stuff with the South node mm. was really interesting. Um, I, I really need to go over that again, especially the, the Aquarius stuff, you know, and, um, yeah, I just, you know, I think I just need to go over everything again and then maybe do some more work around, um, you know, honing that, you know, refining 
know, how I can uh, overcome or, you know, break through some of the, um, the shadowy, uh, you know, roadblocks, you know, that keep me from moving on my path with more uh, mm. joy and mm -hmm. just satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, that's, that's great. That's a good, um, if I could like just make a couple of recommendations, I think, you know, you said it. Yeah. You might want, because you have an interest in astrology, you might just kind of, when you re-listen and you hear some of these things, you're like, Oh, I'm just going to like, I just want to research that a little bit more. And so you can like mm -hmm. literally just research more about Aquarius or whatever it is. And, um, and then at the same time, uh, what we talked about with like Mercury, you know, it doesn't have to be so hard and, um, and maybe creating those little wins for yourself, making sure that that's set up. And, um, and so perhaps your action, you know, and a good action step might be setting up that trial class and just being like, I'm going to do it. Okay. Like, you know, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it next week or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> I'm also the kind of person, like if I have, a lot going on in my life which I do and I just I always feel like I just have to be able to put 100% into everything or more than mm -hmm. you know more than a little bit here and a little bit there I just it's hard for me to commit to things when I'm you know I know I got to go to work and I got all this other stuff in my life going mm -hmm. on so yeah but it doesn't have to be so hard yeah it doesn't have to be quite that hard yeah. And yes. I like literally maybe that needs to be your mantra. <laughs> like this can be easy. This, yeah. this, it, it's easy. This is easy. You know, like how can this be easy? Whatever. Like being able to do that. Cause you, you know, you'll do it. You'll do it well. Like there's no question about that because you've got plenty of Virgo and Leo and all that, but it's just, yeah, it's just um, cool. Yeah, this is so cool. I love it. Oh, I'm so glad. Yay! I'm really glad that we we got to connect in this way. It's really a pleasure. Um, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you sharing, and you know, just of course being open, asking questions, and helping others, and all that good stuff. <laughs> So, um, yeah, well, I'll, we'll connect again. I know we will. I will be at your class Yay. on Thursday. Perfect. Just looking forward to it. Thank you yeah. for doing it. Yes, absolutely. My pleasure. And um, definitely a pleasure having you here, Trisha. And we'll, we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you, Anna. Bye. You're welcome.